Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tomorrow Will Be Great. I'm Elise. And I'm Julia. And today we will talk about the art of staying happy-ish. With the ish being a key part of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, as many of you know, at this point in time, the world's in a pretty weird place with lots of different things happening, and just an overwhelming bummed-out feeling has been pretty consistent. Yeah, I know both Elise and I were talking about this morning that we were both just intermittently feeling anxious and sad and a whole bunch of complicated feelings, and we can feel them all at once, which is even more complicating, I think, when you're having so many different emotions all at once. And just as a side note, too, we're actually back at the shop right now. We're recording from about six feet apart. We both have face shields on. Very exciting. We weren't sure what the sound quality would be with that, but it seems to be okay. Um, So we are here at the shop working together. We've been doing that for about a week now. Um, We're not letting people come shop at the shop yet. Um, We hope that that will change at some point in the near future. But we've just been kind of talking today and we're both feeling just kind of down and we're being very honest about that. Yeah, it's like the times when the idea of running away to the country and raising alpacas seems really, really, really enticing. appealing, like anything farm-related. Yeah, and like, I think we, but we both know that that's obviously not actually an easy life and that's not any better. It's just different, but different feels, I think, enticing. But now is obviously not the time to like, for me, 16, be like, Ren's not going to sell clothes anymore. We're going to sell alpaca fur. Fur? That sounds terrible. No, wool? not fur. Wool. wool. <laughs> That's what you get from alpacas. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that earlier, about how it just feels really nice to think about running away and being part of like an artist commune or whatever, not a cult, like just like a little artist village. But again, that doesn't really change anything because as Julia was saying you're still with yourself or yeah no you matter the better yeah um I forget who always said this to me I mean Jesse reminds me of this all the time but the quote is wherever you go there you are so even if you think about running away somewhere you're still going to bring yourself with you and you're still going to have the same feelings so it's about making yourself happy and comfortable wherever you are at that moment and it can be really challenging right now and it's actually even more challenging for me than it was a month ago. I felt like I had a routine down. I was home. Elise was working from home too. And Mm. it wasn't my favorite routine, but it was a routine. And now that we've been in this yellow phase for three and a half weeks now, since the early beginning of June, maybe it's been less than, I don't know. Time is weird, but I don't know. I feel like it's even more vague right now because it's Mm -hmm. up to businesses to really call the shots at this point because the states have kind of at least where we are Pennsylvania said okay you guys can kind of start making your own calls now and that's really scary to me because I feel like you see, we're seeing cases rise in other parts of the country and it makes me wonder whether we should be opening to the public or not and so kind of being back in the store has actually made me a little more sad because it seems like a place that I see all this potential and creativity but I can't really make it do what it used to do. And I I bet a lot of other business owners are feeling that way right now too. Yeah. And also we've also been seeing recently, I think it mostly in the past week, a lot of businesses announcing that they would be officially closing their brick and mortars. And I mean, we're not doing that, but it just, it feels very disheartening to see all these amazing shops, especially we've had two of our good friend shops in the neighborhood announce that they're closing. And I believe they'll still have online presences, but it's still, it's still a bummer to, 
have them go away because they're such a staple of the neighborhood and, and they're so nice everywhere. like all the business owners yeah. on our block are so nice and it's just so sad sad and we feel for them and we understand and surely it's something we've considered too or just like transitioning pivoting the business to be something else I don't think that that's on our table in front of us right now but like it anyone right now everyone's probably considering all options that exist to them and that so, adds to the bummed feeling. Yeah, and so that just kind of adds to the bum feeling and just, you know, continuing to think about how to run the business, how to make it look exciting online, because I think everyone who can run a portion of their business online has been trying to, trying to work on growing that. We actually recently redid our website in a super subtle way yeah, that no, no one, one probably noticed. No <laughs> one probably noticed this, but we actually hadn't been mobile friendly ever yeah. for a phone. And so... Well, what does that mean? That means that, like... understand. That means that the images will shrink and be more proportional and viewable on a mobile device versus a computer. Before, we were defaulting to having a laptop or a desktop. And if you've ever been on our website, it probably felt like, ah, I'm just looking at everything yeah. at once and, it, and I... It's zoom, so small. And it's so small and yeah. zooming in is tricky. So that was something... Jesse coded from scratch and had been working on it, believe it or not, before right. since before we moved to Philadelphia. So it might not seem like, so there's something that happened. We're still tweaking some things on it. Mm -hmm. um, so we are working on a lot of things behind the scenes. We're still working through our summer orders with receiving and checking merchandise and trying to put things out on the floor now for when we can let people back in for appointments. It's just, it's been very interesting because I feel like if you had asked either of us a year ago, hey, could you just, like, not go into the shop for three months and be chill about it and, like, run your business? I've been like, what are you talking... Like, no. No. But, I mean, I think we've managed to pull through that part, and I totally get why other people are just, like, burned out, because I think it is really stressful. I mean, I'm burned out. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Like, I... I have panic attacks a few times a week. I'm anxious. So, I mean, everyone is feeling this in a different capacity. It's not just business owners or people working. Just like everyone in the whole world is feeling this in different ways. Yeah. And I feel like this is going to be something... I mean, it's gone by really fast to me, which feels weird. I know. It's like we're in this time capsule. Yeah. And I'm in six more months, it's going to be like, oh my God, can you believe that that happened six months ago? And it's going to feel really weird. But while we're in it, we're still feeling bummed. It's feeling like you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're like, no. Like the other day, last week, we all just had one collective day where we're like, we just need to restart the day. I know. Can we plus control Z, control Z? Because <laughs> like, and that, that's undo for those who don't use keyboard shortcuts. Um, but it, yeah, it's just, I feel like those kinds of things have been happening where you're just kind of like, I just need this to not happen right now. Or I need this stressful situation to just hold off and come back in a week and I mean I'm sure that's always been the case but I feel like it, it's more noticeable because not everything else is normal and so things that would normally distract you or seem kind of irrelevant don't exist anymore or things that might be little things and bother you sometimes somehow become really big things mm -hmm. and you have to kind of I don't know work just go with it. the flow and work through it yeah, yeah. Because I, I had a family member who had surgery last week. I 
I had my own little weird foot surgery too then <laughs> right after that and I'm hobbling around in a little boot right now and it's really hot. Yeah. I got a whole look going on. Right oh now. yeah, for sure. It's it's great. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Next Paris Fashion Week, here we come. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is like thinking about the future and Maybe it's not worth musing on the future, but like one of our vendors is like, we hope to see you in Paris for next season. And we're like, uh, uh is that going like, to happen? They Cause... won't even let Americans in right now. Well, did they actually release the document yet? I, they were talking about it last week. I think week. they did. I think that they put restrictions on who could come in. I know America and Russia were on the EU, we're not going to let you in list, which when I read that, I was just like, no. But I mean, I totally get it. Yeah. America has not done a great job with all of this no and it's really sad and I feel like I'm living in a movie a lot of the time I think yeah. a lot of people do and this is why at least before all of this I would be always like I love watching dystopian tv series yeah. and movies and I was ah. like no I can't watch it I don't it. watch it's, those what if it happened <laughs> <laughs> I know I feel like my anxieties about dystopian and post-apocalyptic things are run rubbing off on everyone else where they're like oh no it's too real it's too real yeah. I know, and on that line, if you haven't seen this mini series called Years and Years, I don't know if it was ITV or BBC. It's like a six part mini series, and it is excellent if you still have some stomach in you to watch a little dystopian TV show because this one is quite realistic. It's not like Handmaid's Tale or Man in the High Castle where there's that like fantasy element a little bit. This is much more like in three years' time Ooh. and just. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, that's not... But See, that's I mean, not a feel-good No, that's not a feel-good. And we are here today to talk yes. to you about feel-good things. Yes. So, so Elise, tell me what your feel-good <laughs> pandemic, like, things you've been going to, to make you kind of feel more lighthearted during this yeah. time. So, one of my newer things that I've been doing is volunteering to walk dogs at the local dog shop that has dogs for adoption. I've walked two so far, and the first one was all good, and the second one, the dog did not want to go on a walk, and he just kept stopping and sitting, and that was and an tell me about Yeah, tell me about each dog and their names. Yeah, so the first one's name was Tucker. He was really cute. He was like a little labby mix, and it was really funny because I, I have mostly only walked Oppie, who's a very distinctive walking style, <laughs> and so then walking Tucker, who was like kind of young, but he just... I, like, he just wanted to be chill. He walked really slow. I mean, it was really hot. It was, like, noon, and it's been super hot. It's been around 90 almost every day. And so I think he was a bit tired, but it was so sweet. And then I had this big hunk of a dog named Bob. Bob didn't know his name. Bob did not want to walk, and Bob wanted to eat every single leaf he passed. And how old was Bob? I have no idea. I was trying to, I feel like he'd probably be a middle-aged dog. Okay. He didn't have that puppy pizzazz. But wanted to eat everything. But wanted to eat everything. And and it was just, it's really funny because I feel like, I mean, I want a dog. I will not lie. If you want to send me any dog-owning tips, feel free to. Um, but I'm trying to see if I can make it work out. And so I've been walking these dogs because they need to be walked and I have nothing to do. <laughs> And, and at least needs to be walked, too. I do, I do. That's actually one of the biggest things is when I moved to my apartment, which is in the same neighborhood as the shop, my walking time dropped from, like, a couple miles a day to, like, a couple hundred feet a day. <laughs> and so it's really nice to be able to go on a walk. And also I get to explore the neighborhood, which is something that I've always wanted to do, but I always felt kind of creepy walking around. It's just, like, someone... I'm really bad at endlessly meandering. 
even though I'd love to, because, I mean, like, six months or so ago, like, we went on a meandering walk with Oppie one day to, like, look around the neighborhood, and there was just so much stuff that I had never seen. Like, there were little corners that looked like they're from Europe, and I'm like, why do we have, like, a little slice of Europe in Old City? And so things like that, getting out. I mean, I know lots of people have been going on walks, and I think walking a dog who needs to be walked who won't be, I mean, I'm sure it'll be walked otherwise, but that's been something that's been really fun and meeting these different dogs because they all have very fascinating personalities. Um, and then other than that, I've been starting reading again, which is fun. I've been reading some bad mystery novels, which are good. And the ones I've been reading aren't scary. I don't remember what they're called, but I can link them in the show notes. Um, that was something that I got really into last year when I got a Kindle. I read like 70 books last year or something crazy. 70? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I read all the Harry Potter books in a week. I remember when you talked about yeah. doing that. But I think in total, I mean, a lot of them were like the short little mystery novels that were stupid, probably like 250 some odd pages. But this, this year I've been slacking and it's mostly because the series I had been reading ran out of being available on Kindle from the library. So then I had to get them actually out of the library. But I've been working on that. And reading, I love reading. And I feel like I kind of forgot about it. Um, and that, I think, has been my most my most fun thing. And then watching really bad TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like, really bad like teen TV shows. Like, I never watched, like, Vampire Diaries or anything like that. <laughs> but there's, like, this one TV show called Rockwell, I think. Wait, Rockwell? are you talking about Roswell? Roswell. You were talking Rockwell. About... I think Rockwell's the name of the book I've been reading, and Roswell's the name of the oh, TV show. Oh, you're crossing show. over, because I remember so you confused. talking about Roswell, Roswell a few months back. Yeah, and so it's like a really, like, really good, bad show. Um, I don't know. I recommend it. It's on Netflix. The second season came out, and I binge-watched it, and I'd probably watch it again. I have a really great capacity for just re-watching things over and over and over again. I don't know if that's great or not, but I would say, like, getting into bad TV shows that aren't dystopian and I mean I'm sure there's tons of other ones I like I haven't seen a lot of tv shows but I think I'm gonna stick to the reading for now less screen time yeah because I think I tend to have full full days of screen time I know and you need to have that non-moving break thing I know I need to speaking of which so I I don't remember these probably came out when I was a kid more or I'm not sure what year they came out I forget if I told you about these the other day. They are called, I think it's, the author is Nick Bantock. And he wrote these books called the Griffin and Sabine novels. Did I talk to you about these? you mentioned them, yeah. They're really cool. I think Chronicle Books put them out when I was growing up and my mom had one of them. And I remember opening it and reading it. And essentially the author is more a collage artist and Hmm. he'll make these collage letters and he has this correspondence between um, two people, but they seem to be living in two different planes of existence, which sounds really metaphysical, but like they, they both live on, on Earth. They have the same con- countries as we live in and everything, but whenever they try to meet up, they can't. It's like they're not, they're in a two different dimensions or something but it's very vague and abstract and every letter is this handwritten letter with collage and stamps they're really beautiful and he has like originally there were just a trilogy and it was three books I think it was Griffin and Sabine and then there was another one and then the golden mean and then there were four that came after and they're just like really enjoyable I don't know in a very touching weird way and then he wrote other one-off books and 
one of my other two favorites are The Venetian's Wife and The Museum in Purgatory. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a lot of, if you like art history novels, mm-hmm. you will like this kind of thing. They're strangely comforting if you like archaeology a little bit at all mm-hmm. and art or art museums. He just does things that people that like those things will like. And I loved them a lot as a kid, and I've been rereading them, and that's been yeah. kind of comforting to me right now when I'm like, I need to put my computer away. And stop looking and, at Instagram and the news. Yeah, and the great yeah. thing is if you go online to buy them, they're actually, you can buy them used, and they're like $4 now. Yeah. My favorite secret resource is called Abe Books, which I will also link. Have you ever been on it? No. It's um, it's this big conglomerate is that I don't know if that's the right word but it's all these independent bookstores from all over the world that post their collections and a lot of them are paperback traders which are like used bookstores which there was one by my grandparents house and we used to love going and it smelled amazing it smelled like old books um but you can order a lot of stuff for really inexpensive from some places and lots of really random things um I probably haven't even deep dived on it I like to mostly look for like kind of coffee table type books um, but yeah, you can buy like Shakespeare's entire work for like four dollars or something. Yeah, that's a great resource. And so we can link that because if you want to buy books and you don't want to buy them from Amazon, that's a really good way of doing it. Because um, it'll be like the Montclair Library or not the library, the Montclair Bookstore, or whatever. And so like that's a town close to New York City, and it's just like their entire inventory is just on the website, and you can just order it. And so you can actually order. Currently, my cart has like ten books in it from like seven different shops and so you can just like check it out all at once and then they'll all just eventually get to you and it's really cool and it feels like a surprise because they all just come independently though I will say one time they did send me the wrong book I ordered a book on shaker design and they sent me a murder mystery hey well you know you like both of those things I do I haven't read it yet I hope it's the first one in the series because otherwise that's kind of a pain yeah oh I remember I'm going to jump back to Nick Van for a second because after I started rereading these I meant to say I watched because I was like, I don't really know who he is or what he's like. Usually when I like an author, I know more mm-hmm. about them. And so I watched an interview with him on YouTube. And he was explaining how he first started writing. He was more of an artist before that. And he was living on this island where he had to go walk to this post office multiple miles mm-hmm. to get his mail. And he would he was going down to the post office and he's opened his mail in the P.O. box, and he was so upset, it was just bills, (laughs) and then this guy next to him, this other guy, he comes along, and he opens his mailbox, and he has this beautifully wrapped package that someone sent him from overseas, and he just remembered seeing it and being like, I'm so sad, I didn't get a package sent by a friend from overseas, and it's so beautiful, and then he like left being really upset and being like, huh, what if I wrote this correspondence between these two people, because there's something really beautiful about getting a letter in the mail or a package. Anyway, yeah. I meant to say that before. No, totally. Cute story. And I also meant to say, it sounds kind of like The Lake House. Have you seen that movie? The Lighthouse? Lake House? Lake House. It's got like Sandra Bullock in it. No. It's from like no, I 90s, not. 2000s. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's like a guilty pleasure. Okay, but I need like, to add that to the list. It's like about two people who kind of run like in different things it's very good i know i mean it's good it's good like with air quotes it's like not a masterpiece but yeah no it's funny because when this all started and i was anxious not that i've been less anxious the anxiety (laughs) ebbs and flows i'm sure um but i asked i think i asked elise and i asked sam Mm -hmm. okay i need rom-com suggestions (laughs) like bad ones give me the bad ones and i got lots of good bad suggestions which i enjoyed thoroughly yeah because i feel like you just need to watch something dumb or 
like I've been having a hard time falling asleep and I've just like last night I watched I don't even know what I watched like some Christmas princess movie <laughs> with like I don't even know who it was terrible it was a really bad movie I will say the ending was very poorly done but it's just like sometimes you just need something like mind-numbing and distracting that doesn't that you're not interested in yeah I watched I think an episode of the Great British Bake Off last night which I don't watch all the time it's like a once in a while thing but yeah I was just like cakes I need cakes yeah see and it's like things like that that make you feel better yeah um I'm trying to think what other things baking baking I did more baking in the beginning I think we're more baking now. That's good. get baking materials. Oh, yeah, because I know flour yeah. is flour back now. I think yeast was my family's problem. Problem, yeah. Because I've been going to my parents' house who live like 20 minutes away on the weekends. And so we've been making challah every week. So that's been fun. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, so good. And then last, last week, I made 48 carrot muffins because we had these really weird-looking carrots. Um, so I made a million carrot muffins that are still in my freezer. And then this past weekend, I made donuts, which are super amazing. I like chocolate fudgy donuts and then chai spice donuts. Wow, I'm missing out. Yeah, I know. I, is this I, all at parents' house or yeah. are you doing this at home too? It's, okay. Well, because I don't have any flour at my house. Okay. Um, and like my, my mini donuts, I have like a mini donut maker that we bought our mom for oh. Mother's Day like 15 well, years go. ago. Yeah. So things like that. I'm trying to think what else I've been doing. I've been, this is not really relaxing and I can't say I recommend, well, no, it's relaxing for me and it's kind of strange and I don't think I could be like, you should go do this too because it's really dependent on whether it's something you need to do, but um, we've been in the process of repainting our whole house because it was in really rough condition when we purchased it last summer and we've been slowly painting every room, but I really didn't know about this and I don't know why I feel stupid is I've been going back and re-caulking around all the mm. windows and covering up all these cracks that I didn't know were annoying me so much but <laughs> oh my god when they're gone it's like it's so nice it's so satisfying it's like you had all these little cracks everywhere around every little bit around your window and then in the window pane and <laughs> so I find that really meditative in a weird way because yeah. it doesn't have to do with work or worrying or yeah. I feel like it's like the same principle of like steaming clothes or polishing silver it's like there's a clear delineated endpoint, mm-hmm. like and you know when you're done and it just feels it's like a simple task that just feels so satisfying when you're done because you yeah. like step back and you're like look how shiny this spoon is or like and look it's in and of itself it's not dependent on yeah. anything else and maybe that's why the caulking is so satisfying is because it's not it's just its own thing yeah and there's not it's not part of like and you have to paint the whole room, so that becomes like a ten-hour-long process. Though I really should have caulked first and painted and after, yeah. because now I mean the caulk matches the paint, luckily. But I can tell it's gonna yellow the way any silicone or plastic like would, sun, and I yeah. I will need to go over it. But but for of, now, so satisfying. For now, so satisfying. Yeah. The other thing, let's see, what have I been doing? That's like my big thing I've been doing through all this. I did paint another room. You started knitting. I started knitting a bibby sweater for a bibby. <laughs> a bibby. <laughs> and I found out in the process I haven't knit in like seven years that I think I need reading glasses now, <laughs> which is not great. Because I was like, oh, God. And you can't see. It's just too close. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I found any really great TV shows. I don't know if I've found anything. And if I've found... Elise has been told me a while ago to watch New Girl. Wait, mm-hmm. no. Is that what it's called? New Girl. Okay. Yeah. 
intermittently so I've intermittently watching that but then sometimes they just start shouting a lot like so much of the show is just shout talking yeah and then I'm just like oh my god it's just too yeah (laughs) I know well I think I've seen I've confession I probably watched New Girl like the whole way through probably three or four times seriously yeah because it's like my go-to if I'm feeling bummed out show and so like it'll take me a year or something to watch it all um or like if I can't fall asleep I'll watch it um it's kind of like Friends. I did that with Friends, too. I mean, I've only watched Friends, I think, all the way through once. But it's something that, um, it's not, it doesn't require any brain exactly usage. It's all about finding things that don't require a lot of brain usage for your But, like, will make yeah. you laugh. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, maybe some parts of it haven't aged super well. And they did a really bad job at the end. It just kind of ended. New Girl or Friends? New Girl. Yeah, there are things in New Girl where I'm, like... Friends this also is didn't not age, so age well. well. Yeah. No. But, I mean, in the time, and I, I pretty much watched it at the time. I liked it. I wrote a paper on it in college. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I was asking. I was wondering, <laughs> did she write a paper on this in college? Yeah. So, and I still liked it even after writing the damn paper. What else have I watched? I know I've watched a lot of things. But it's more like movies. I, mean, I guess we watched John Oliver. I mean, I, that's new stuff, though. Yeah, but he's fun. And Trevor Noah a little bit. He's also fun. And, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> usual people. The usual suspects. Um, but I feel like I watched a good... I did find a good series throughout all this, but I can't say if it was happy or not, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was. I oh. had... Oh, I started doing this the other... The, over this weekend, I started playing an illustrator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And drawing little fruit. And I realized I have a calling as a clip... clip <laughs> wait, clip, art clip art designer. I decided I wanted to be a clip art designer as Perfect. a backup career. Perfect. And I made all these little watermelons. And the watermelon was my favorite. Then I did papaya and a melon. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you saw those ones yet. So. But that's kind of weirdly satisfying. And then I'm like, maybe I need to go into this instead. Yeah. Everyone needs clip art. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll start my alpaca farm, and you can start your clip art farm. And, and then I can make alpaca clip art. <laughs> That'd be so cute. Yeah. On, a, on a slightly different note, also, I would recommend that was a mini-series of 20,000 Leaves Under the Sea that came out. I think ABC put it out when I was a kid, so it's like four little episodes, and it has Michael Caine in it. What? Who I love, dear to my heart. Um, and it has the guy who people like in the Doctor TV series. Thinking it was, what's the main Doctor Grey's Anatomy? The guy? McDreamy? Who? <laughs> McDreamy? I don't know what they call it. <laughs> On the show they call him that? I don't know. I've never watched it. <laughs> I think my sister watches it. Anyway, that um, guy, he's a. Uh, Pierre Aranax. And anyway, I just think it's really well done. And I I don't know. I really like 20,000 Leaves in the Sea. I love the whole idea of the book and this guy. And I read the book a lot as a kid, just like being like, fuck society. This is so messed up. There's so cor- much corruption. I'm going to build a submarine and go around the world and try to help people in need. And, and then how England is like, someone's going around doing this. We have to stop them. Like, it's, it's just it's a good message in the book. Yeah. I know. I feel like I should probably read some of the more classic things. No offense to my wonderfully terrible mystery novels. But I just, like, I feel like school kind of scarred me out of a lot of... Yeah. Well, they had us yeah. read things, I think, that would be really pertinent when we were too young to really appreciate yeah. them. Like, I hate Hemingway. Unpopular opinion. 
I just, I can't stand how down he is. Yeah. And I feel like it's okay to dislike people. <laughs> I wish I had read more George Orwell when I was older. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know. You're like, no, actually, there we go down the same no. thing again. You're like, no, I don't want to read about the things that feel no. too real things. Yeah. I know. I think as a whole, that's a really interesting topic about what books are made to read. And also, like, what books, like, we don't read in school that I feel like we should read. We should. Yeah. I know. It'd be interesting to design a suggested curriculum for reading. Because yeah. I'm trying to think what I would have kept. There's a stuff, I think, that was good that we should read, but there's definitely a lot of stuff that we didn't read. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of... And this is totally tangential, but I feel like a lot of the books we read in high school, I didn't like anyone who was in them. Like, I didn't like the like, characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't like The Great Gatsby. I was like, I, there's literally no one here I like. I think that's the point, though. Yeah. But then I feel like Old Man by the Sea, I'm like, I don't care about that either. And then, I mean, these are like Hemingway. My one professor, or you're not a professor in high school, my one teacher really liked Hemingway, so we read a bunch of it. Like, A Farewell to I Arms. Ever, I don't think I ever read it in school. It's very sad. I actually read Old Man by the Sea when we were, I believe, moving my sister into college. And I was sitting in her 800 million degree New York dorm room trying to read while everyone was unpacking her. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Also, I will say that I like Goodreads a lot. Um, it's a good way of tracking your books. That's how I know how many books I read. Because they're all on my Goodreads. Yeah. Mark yeah. That up. I'm trying to think, besides reading and shows and things. Gardening. Gardening. You've done some gardening? I've done some. I didn't get a sunburn. I'm very proud. Jesse's done some gardening. We have blueberries growing in currants. Are your grapes in yet or not yet? They're working on it. Grapes mm-hmm. come later. We've been killing spotted lantern flies a lot. Good, good. Julia has grapes that taste like grape jelly, and it's they, really interesting. They taste like grape candy, yeah. which you wonder, how was grape candy real? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yes, it is real. <laughs> yeah, they're like super sweet. With seeds, making lots of iced tea. I feel like we've both. Oh been yeah, doing I that. found a. I ran out of all my tea, and then mm. I got some at H Mart <laughs> last weekend, and I found some Sencha, which is mm. my favorite tea. So I have that. I think wearing bright the, colors. The oh yeah, how can I forget the other thing? This is gonna sound like a commercial, <laughs> but I I forget. I had kind of followed them for a bit, but I'm just so excited by all the happy cotton colors from um, the knitwear designer Baba, or I'm not sure if it's Baba or Baba, um, but I've bought some stuff from them, and I just, I love the green. The green is so good, and the red, um, you should go buy some. They're really well made. They're all cotton farmed in Spain and knit by a really small team. Yeah. Their, their colors are amazing and happy. And I feel like that's probably another thing is, like, dress dress for how you want to feel. I know, because usually I'm a very monochrome dresser. Yeah. And right now I'm wearing all red head to toe. And I'm just like, yes! <laughs> this is the real me! This is the real me! I'm coming out! High yeah. school me is back! <laughs> yeah, it's funny because sometimes, um, like, last year I'd, like, come and wear my rainbow dress. And I'd walk into the store full of, like, blacks, whites, navies, light blues. And I'd be wearing, like, rainbow. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I don't match but you know bring what sparks you bring wear wear what sparks you joy right now and yeah. comfiness yes but yeah hammocks you should get a hammock I know do you guys have a hammock we do but my it's my sister's hammock so she's always gets first mm. first dibs also I've learned that um reading like a 
book book, like paper book, mm -hmm. is really hard to do in a hammock unless I've not mastered it because I have to hold it over my head. So, really into the hammocks. Oh, yeah. I was actually, we have two hook and eyes on the ceiling of our hey, porch, guys. and I keep thinking we need to get a porch swing. And then I got really deep dive, and I'm like, what if we got a porch swing bed? And then it kept growing and growing. <laughs> and then I'm just like, wait, that's going to take up, like, the whole porch. Yeah. It's not a huge porch. Like, decision fatigue. You're like, I want everything. Okay. And then you end up with nothing. And then you have everything in your shopping cart, but then you're like, this is way too much stuff in my And shopping. you're like, I only have one hook and eye, or I one set. Have... Like, I can only have one thing here. There's only room for one hammock. Yeah. But I find it's just a super lovely way of being outside. Though I still haven't mastered the reading a book without dropping it on my face or having to like put it down and turn a page and then pick it back up again. Yeah. I also really admire the people who get the, I don't know what kind of hammock it is. It's a very lightweight nylon material and they uh, put it between yeah, two yeah, trees yeah. anywhere outside. And then there are also the same people who like tight the rope, rope walk yeah, and yeah. it seems to come hand in hand yeah. with the hammock and the tight rope walk. And yeah. All I can think is that I would do it wrong and then I'd fall on the butt and it would hurt. Like, I'd put the hammock on the tree, and the tree would be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not today. Oh, now I remember what I've been rewatching. I've been rewatching Community. I oh, love yeah, that yeah. show. It's so good. Excellent cast. Yeah. Everyone's really solid in that show. I don't think I've watched that in, like, I think since I was in high school, maybe. Yeah. I feel it should go on my list of things to rewatch really when I great. run out of books. Um, my favorite two characters are Troy and Troy Abed. Abed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome for us singing right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, we knew you needed it. <gasps> yeah, that's such a good show. Yeah, now I'm feeling I should rewatch it. Well, it's just like so it, it just touches on so many things, and it's all lots of quips, which I always yeah. love a good quip, and they're so sharp and on the ball, and yeah, smart, smart humor. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> if and I it's good to see, like I don't know. How? I guess I must follow a couple of them on Instagram, but they all seem like they're really good friends with Aww. each other still, which I'm just like, oh, it's like, it's real life in the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something that I always, it feels good when you see like yeah. people, because you're like, oh, you are, you do like each, each other. other. At least that's what it looks like. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't think it'd be worth their time. Like it's been over for a while. Yeah, it's been over so, for a while. Faking it seems a little extra, but. Yeah. I definitely recommend watching Community if you haven't watched it. It's excellent. And it's just, you know, I think they're like half hour episodes. Yeah. So easy to well, watch. Like 26 minutes or something. Yeah. Because yeah. comedy. Because ads. Yeah. Ads and comedy is my two favorite things. Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure all of you guys have a lot of other things. Yeah, let us know if there's any TV shows or books that you or music. Or, also or the music really sewing, loud. fabric, what yeah. have you been making, if you're making things yeah. of any kind. I have not been making anything. I cleaned my room at my parents' house. You made a clean room. <laughs> I found all my projects from college. Like, all these, like, conceptual coats and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, okay, now. You're like, I don't know if I make that now, like, but... Like, now what do I do with it? Yeah, I know. I have things like that from my dyeing class in college mm -hmm. where I did rainbow cupcakes oh yeah it was great and now <laughs> i also think i did a tie-dye stonehenge tapestry too perfect perfect yep yeah like i found um there's something you can do like rust dyeing which is where you actually dye with rust but it also degrades your fabric so that was in one of my sketchbooks and it fell out onto my lap and i got covered in rust, rust. dust Yum. yeah that was great i was like i should put that one in a baggie 
But, I mean, even that was fun, like, having a trip down memory lane. Being like, oh, my God, look at all the stuff I used to do that I don't do anymore. I know. Oh, maybe well. I should do some of yeah, it. So, yeah, look through your again. yearbooks. Look through things you used to like to do. Your dive like doing it again. Yeah. And let us know. I want to know. I'm very curious. I'm nosy. Yeah, I'm nosy. And if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, we're kind of... As you can see, we're open to talking about yeah. anything. We just didn't feel like we could plunge right back in talking about business it right is. now because everything just feels sad. It's like a really hard time right now, and our hearts go out to everybody. Yeah, right now. we got a whiteboard. That sparks joy. Elise got a board from Staples that uh, we ordered, yes. and like ten highlighter colored whiteboard markers. Bright markers. We have open orders, vendor bills, vendor ideas, TBD orders, to-do, and custom orders. Ooh la la. It's very fun. I like it a lot. We didn't get an eraser, which was a bit of an oversight, but we're working on it. <laughs> Until then, there's hands. Yes. Hands and toilet paper. Yeah. Um, so things like that. I mean, even that, like something that seems really obvious, like having a movable to-do list. Yeah. And Elise, tomorrow is pushing us to buy more chairs. <laughs> that don't squeak. That don't you squeak. Can't tell. We have two higher chairs to go with our desk. But they're now, not actually high enough. <laughs> yeah, they're not high enough. And there's three of us here now because Jesse's been coming in a lot and there's nowhere to sit. And I've been working on the sewing machine <laughs> for the most part. Like, I'll have a laptop on the sewing machine. Yeah, not ideal. So we're still very much... Let's be honest, we're kind of a lower-budget operation here, yep. so we try to save our money as best we can. Yep. We don't have a great investor, no. God. Not that we no. want one. No. But we finally got a whiteboard. But we yeah. got a whiteboard, so we're moving up in the world. Yep. With our pretty... I would recommend them. The highlighter markers. The pink ones are amazing. They're very happy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And please review. It's very exciting. I think we still only have one. But still. But when we got our first review, it was just so exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you want to be interviewed, if you know someone who we should interview, if you think we should interview someone, if you have any topics, you can let us know. You can either DM the Instagram for the podcast, which we'll link below, or email us at info at R-E-N-N-E-S dot U-S. Um, and we'll link all this stuff in the show notes. And I think that's all. Have a, I was about to say have a good night because it's like evening here. But have a good one. Thank you for listening. Um, say hi. We like it when people say hi. I just stole that from another podcast. Oh, I forgot to have a podcast. I could go on for days about podcasts. That'll probably be a whole other Okay, topic. we'll have another episode. Yeah. We're in 42 minutes now, so. <laughs> I've totally forgot about all the podcasts I've been listening to. They're fab. Anyway, so rate us, review us, and subscribe to us, and then we can talk about more podcasts later. Um, yeah, chat you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care.